Welcome, friends, to episode 31 of the Community Solutions Podcast. This is Jack Terman, Jr. from the Indiana University Fairbanks School of Public Health, Department of Social and Behavioral Sciences, here in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, and it is my great pleasure to serve as your host for this podcast. Thanks again for listening and, and sharing this with your friends. It's good to have you around. Today's episode follows up nicely to episode 30. In episode 30, we introduced you to the power of certified health education specialists to empower individuals and communities to address their health needs. This, these, these folks are important elements of positive, holistic community development. Today, our student Daniel Chua chats with Ms. Patrice Graham Adams, an expert health educator and public health worker. Patrice has a distinguished history of public health work in communities. She now serves as the community liaison for the Innovative Dip In Project. This amazing project is a community based diabetes prevention program that is really doing great work here in Indianapolis communities. I know you will enjoy the passion, wisdom, and energy that Patrice brings to this conversation. So let's give it a listen. Thanks again. Take care. Hi, guys. I want to welcome you guys all back uh, to the Community Solutions Podcast. My name is Daniel Chua, and I am an MPH student at the Fairbanks School of Public Health. Today, I'm joined by Patrice Adams, a health education specialist and a community liaison out of the Indianapolis area. So thank you, Patrice, for joining us today. So Patrice, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, thanks for having me. My name is Patrice Graham Adams. I am the DIP-IN community liaison. I uh, work at IU Fairbanks School of Public Health. I am the connector between the school and the communities that we're working within. Um, I've worked in public health for about 20 years, uh, starting out in tobacco control. And uh, some of my passions are um, addressing mental health uh, within the communities as well as maternal and child health. So from what I understand is that you've been working on this new project called the Dip-In Project. Um, so how did the Dip-In pro Project come into fruition? And can you kind of expand on the Dip-In Project itself, such as the objectives and overall goals? Absolutely. So the Diabetes Impact Project, also known as Dip-In, is a collaboration between Eli Lilly, IU Fairbanks School of Public Health at IEPUI, the Marion County Public Health Department, and the Local Initiative Support Corporation, also known as LISC, and Eskenazi Health. Um, so they came together with three Indianapolis neighborhoods to develop this resident-led research project. It is an initiative designed to, to build resources and connections within communities of Indianapolis. And the goal of preventing diabetes or better managing it so that people can live long and healthy lives. We work within three Indianapolis neighborhoods and those neighborhoods are the near west, the near northwest, and the northeast. 
The goals of the project are um, one, reduce complications and improve the quality of life of people living with diabetes. So this is accomplished through Eskenazi clinic-based community health workers. They work with clients with an A1C of 8.0 and higher uh, to assist in managing their diabetes. Our second goal is to increase awareness of risk factors for diabetes and encourage people at high risk to be screened so that they can take action. So we also have neighborhood-based community health workers that are located in non-traditional organizations, such as community development corporations or uh, local community centers. Um, they are working to increase screen-seeking behavior and raise awareness and educate the community about diabetes, as well as connect neighbors to resources and wraparound services. And then our third goal is to foster an environment, physical and social, that supports greater health and well-being for all residents. Um, and this is accomplished through our resident-led steering committee um, by selecting and implementing diabetes primary prevention projects, projects that the communities are focusing, the communities are focusing on stress, physical activity, infrastructure, and food access, healthy food access. These topics were selected from um, the results of a community survey conducted in late 2018 in the three communities. That just sounds like a great project. So what interests you in public health, you know, and working in your community? Sure. I also, I'm sorry, I want to go back. I also want to say that overall, the project not only addresses health, but also social determinants of health or those barriers that people face to prevent them from focusing on their health. So that's very important to me. That that can also play as one of the reasons um, I've been interested in public health. Um, so like I said, I've worked in public health for 20 plus years. Um, I started out working in tobacco control. I also worked as a community health worker with Eskenazi Health prior to coming to IU. One thing that I found is that there is a disconnect between programs created for communities and what the community actually needs. I love that with DIPIN, um, I have the opportunity to work directly with the neighbors. So they are actually selecting the programs and initiatives that are implemented within their community. Right, right. There's just something different about being hands-on and building those relationships within your community. So in your opinion, what skills are essential when working with your within your community and what skills have you acquired, you know, along the way while working on the DIP-IN project? So skills needed um, to work within the community include um, being genuine, being present and consistent. Um, you must be open to, to learn from the neighbors and listen, actively listen um, to the neighbors and what's going on within the community get a true understanding of the needs of the community, but at the same time, recognize the rich history and the assets um, that that community possesses. Um, I honestly feel that it's an honor and privilege to have the opportunity to collaborate with the community members and community organizations um, within these neighborhoods. I definitely agree. Like, like you had mentioned, um with your response, those are the keys to the success for a successful program. So are there things you wish you had known before starting this project? Um, honestly, no. <laughs> I did come to this position with a wealth of knowledge and a long list of contacts. However, 
I am constantly and consistently learning from the communities and partners daily. Each community is different. Uh, and I remain open to understanding the nuances and preferences of each community. I hope to continue to learn and grow as a public health worker and as a person from this experience. So I'm always, I'm, I'm teachable. I'm always open to learn more. That's good. Uh, at least you're teachable. So, you know, a part of public health is you're a lifelong learner in the in an interdisciplinary field. Um, you know, you keep on learning as time goes on. So while working on the DIP-IN project, what was the biggest challenge you've faced? Um, well, I'll just say COVID, but, <laughs> and, you know, as uh, a community liaison, my job is primarily out in the field. Um, and that has been a challenge in the a challenge in the midst of COVID. We are extremely flexible as a team and creative in finding new innovative ways to connect with our community partners and the neighbors. We did tutorials with our resident-led steering committees on Zoom um, to assist them uh, in working through some of those kinks of, of technology. Uh, I think I'm still experiencing some of that myself, but. At the same time, this opened up additional opportunities to connect with folks. Uh, our steering committees have grown and attendance has been cons consistent since everyone can join from the comfort of their own homes. DIP-IN is also a pilot project. Um, this is the first of its kind funded by Lilly in the US. So some of it has been trial and error, but our team works more like a family. So we take it all in stride and adjust where needed. Yeah, I think COVID has impacted all of us um, and created a challenge for all of us. Uh, that's awesome to hear that people are continuing to be a part of the project. So how do you get the individuals within the community to, you know, quote unquote, buy into the project? So first, I would say, I wouldn't say buy in. <laughs> um, it's more of a partnership or collaboration with the neighborhoods. Um, the great thing about dip in is that the residents have been at the table since the beginning and uh, since they structured the project into what it is today. They speak to their neighbors about getting involved and uh, even make suggestions for additional partners for us to reach out to. Um, this is their project. The steering committees have their own budget. They are able to vote on those initiatives that address the primary prevention focus they've selected. Fairbanks acts more as a support to them. You know, I think a common theme that I'm seeing throughout this podcast is that, you know, community involvement and listening are essential, um, you know, listening to community members because they're the ones that actually know firsthand about the community. So what are some activities that listeners can do to positively affect their own communities? Um, there's lots you can do. You can do it all or you can uh, do what you feel most comfortable getting involved in, but um, I would say research and learn more about the history of the communities that you live, work, play, and worship in. Um, get involved with the neighborhood associations, churches, support neighborhood businesses, get out and talk to your neighbors, uh, talk to business owners and community partners. Get involved, volunteer with local events, community gardens, churches, community centers. Identify the assets within the community and think about how you can build or support those assets and then also identify some of the gaps that need and needs of the community. What are some of the local resources that your neighbors may need? So be a connector and uh, just be, be aware. 
of what's going on in, in your surroundings. So you heard it here, guys. Uh, get involved and don't be afraid to reach out. Um, I know I've learned a lot. Uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day for joining us, Patrice. Uh, best of luck on the Dippin' Project. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me.